Hi, welcome to the Haven Youth Church Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message encourages you and empowers you to be all God created you to be. We love you. Welcome to the family. Right? And so when it says the people were afraid and trembled and they stood far off. Say far off. Verse 19, and said to Moses... You speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us lest we die. They're afraid of God. Verse 20, Moses said to the people, do not fear for God has come to test you. Get this, that the fear of him may be before you that you may not sin. And the people stood far off. But what does Moses do? While Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. The invitation was for everyone, but only one responded. In verse, uh, let's go to 2 Corinthians in the New Testament. Whew. Actually, let's, can we read a couple of portions? Let's go to Acts. Let's go to Acts chapter, you guys aren't ready for this. Acts chapter 2. Because Exodus is just a breadcrumb for Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1, the Bible says, When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound. You're supposed to see the same picture that we just painted in, in Exodus. The sound like a mighty rushing wind and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And one more scripture, just because we're so excited about the Word of God tonight. This is Second Corinthians 1 and 18. As surely as God is faithful, our, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Sylvanius and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in Him it is always yes. In Christ it is always yes. Jesus has said yes to you. Okay, and that is why it is through him that we utter our amen for his glory, to God for his glory. Amen is like a, a, an emphatic yes. He says yes to us, and our response to him is an amen or an emphatic yes, let it be. Okay, and who has also put his seal on us and given us, us, his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. I want to speak to us with the Lord's help on this thought. Check yes or no. If you have a pen or a pencil, and some of you guys just got a pen and a pencil. Some of you guys just got a notebook or visitors in the house. Uh, can we give our visitors a round of applause? Man. Okay, we want you to know that tonight is about one thing, okay? Haven is all about a family, right? But that is a sub part. That is like a, that's like a, uh, you know, that's just that's just the extra. Tonight is about Christ Jesus, and I need you to help me make it about Christ Jesus. How do I do that? Well, understand that I am speaking tonight uh, in, in, instead of Jesus Christ. Do you hear me? We're not talking about him. We're speaking for him. All right? So I need you to listen. All right? We are speaking for Jesus tonight to you. 
And I need you to know that Jesus has something to say to you, right? So if your neighbor's on their phone, Jesus is going to have a hard time communicating to them if they're distracted by their phone, right? You do have a pen and a paper, or you should have a pen and a paper, and you can take notes because tonight, I believe, is going to be a night of destiny and and dynamic change for some, for those that will tune in. Okay, scripture says he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord would say. And so if you've got an ear tonight, let's hear. Okay, and so I don't know about you, but the whole check yes or no, you know where we're going with this, right? Some of you have been there. You've wrote the letter, right? You've fallen in love. You know, you've you've you know, you've you've you've, you know, you've, you've met the person that you're going to definitely marry. And so then our response is to write the letter, right? Write the letter that, you know, say, hey, look, I am interested in you. I would like to go steady with you. I think you're beautiful. I think you're amazing. I think you're a baddie. I think you're a hottie. I would like to date you. Check yes or no, right? Some of us have done that, okay? Some of us haven't done that exactly, but we've kind of done that. I've said, shared this story before. Some of y'all haven't heard it, so I'm going to share it again. There was a girl that I was in love with, um, and I actually convinced my mom to, to stop homeschooling me. How many homeschoolers do we have in the house? Anybody? Just me? Oh, you go homeschool. Let's go. All right. Weird wins. And so that's just, that's what happens. All right. And so, uh, so I was in love with this girl and I convinced my mom I needed to go to this school, Germantown Christian schools, uh, turn up. And so, uh, because she went there. Right. And I knew that like, this was just it. It was her. Right. And so I can I can remember we were at uh, we were at this this place called um, Lake of the Woods. It still exists uh, in Farmersville. It's this campsite. We were at this pool and convinced my mom that man this was going to happen. And so I've been homeschooled my whole life. And so through the seventh grade, and it's like this is my moment, right? Like destiny is taking place. All the stars are aligning, and finally she's going to be mine. And I can take you. I can I probably to the spot when we were dismissed for lunch, all I wanted to do was sit next to her. Okay. That's all I I wanted to, you know, we didn't have a sign seating and I was looking forward to this moment. And so this girl yells my name, right? Like, this is what I was looking for, right? Like, this is what I was. And of course she yelled my name, right? (laughs) And so she yells my name and what's my response? Like, understand I was homeschooled for my whole life right? And immediately this wave of anxiety. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? Like my face turned like four shades of red, okay? Because I'm Caucasian. I I don't understand. Like people of color don't understand white people. When you bend over, like I'll like go pick up something at school and my face will be red. And they're like, dude, why is your face red? I'm white. Hello. This is what happens. This is what, anyway. So like, this was not because this was like blood. It was anxiety. I was nervous wreck. Right. And so this is what I had wanted. This was like the love connection. This was like my check. Yes or no. This was my confirmation from heaven. And I cannot stop the words from coming out and they're just coming out. And my words should have been absolutely. I've been wanting to sit beside you my whole life. Right. But instead what comes out is shut up. Like in front of the whole cafe, this girl that I so was in love with, and I yelled it, and I was red-faced. And I know she thought I hated her life, but really I loved her. I knew I loved her, right? And so she put out her yes, and I didn't sit beside her because I gave her an emphatic no, right? And this is, this is, you know, and so, but make no mistake, that was the Holy Spirit that, that, 
you know, welled up on the inside of me. You know, Scripture says you shouldn't even take count for what you're going to say in that hour because I'll give it to you, right? And the Holy Spirit just dropped that no in me, right? Because there was another, there was another girl in that school. Jeez. Mm, the greatest thing that ever has ever happened to me. I found this girl. We started, I gave her the check yes or no when I was like in 16 and 16 or 17, senior summer, summer before our senior year, right? And so, man, and for six years, we dated each other. That's a long time. And on that seventh, yeah, sometime in the sixth year, I took her. Uh, underneath, behind a waterfall, and I set up this this aisle of tiki torches. And attached to each one of the six tiki torches was a note, a letter, for the six years that we were together. And each 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 tiki torch had to be lit. The let the letter read right six reasons as to why you know I wanted her you know to be to be mine forever, not just dating for a period of time, uh, but I wanted to make this thing like forever, right? And so and at the end of that aisle, you know, I'm on one knee, right? And, and Jessica said, yes, oh my gosh. And so uh, the greatest yes of my life was that girl right there. And uh, absolutely, you should put your hands together for that. And for each one of us, you understand that if you are going to have that kind of connection with somebody, it can't just be your yes. Right? It cannot just be your yes. They also have to respond to you with a yes and certainly not a shut up. And so I want to talk to you a little bit tonight about God's yes to you. In your response and your yes to him. We've already read that he's already given you his yes. And it wasn't just in Jesus, right? He began this process. Check this out. Check this out. He began this process all the way back in Exodus. From, 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 from the opening pages of Scripture, God presents himself as the proverbial bridegroom. Right and presents himself to you and I as his bride. And we read in Exodus, in the sixth chapter of Exodus, where Jesus begins, or uh, uh, God begins to speak to the Hebrew children. And when he speaks to the Hebrew children, he says this, Exodus 6 and 6, if you're taking notes, say therefore to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. And I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. They're still in bondage. But he's making a love note to the Hebrew children. And he says, and I will deliver you from slavery to them. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. And verse 7 right here. This is it right here. I will take you to be my people. And I will be your God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who's brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. What is this? This is an initiation to the people of the earth. I'm interested in you. This is the first time in all of creation that we've seen the Creator God speak to humanity as a whole. 
right? All times prior had been to individuals, but here it's to an entire group of people, the Hebrew people. And he says, I want to take you as my own. And all throughout Hebrew culture, there's really six parts to a marriage. And the first part is this one right here. It's that initial courting phase. And he says to the people, I want to take you as my own. And, and so understand that, 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 that when, when Jesus, and when scripture proposes, God proposes to man in this passage that he wants to be our own, right? There still has to be a response. These people have to be willing to say yes, just like you have to be willing to say yes to the person that wants to be with you. Okay. All right. Can we not do this guys? Can we not all go out, uh, go out, you know, and like, we don't need to do that. Okay. So you guys go ahead and do what you need to do, but I need you for the next 20 minutes. It's all I need you for. Okay. To stay in your seat. All right. And so, um, that'll be less of a distraction to everybody in the room. Okay. And so, um, so, so sometimes we have to do that. We have to just pastor. Is that all right? So, so here in our, in our, our storyline, we've got God proposing this, this, um, this, this letter, if you will, of check yes or no to the Hebrew people in Exodus chapter six. And, and it continues in Exodus chapter nine. He says, now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice, so this was like six and six is, is like when I asked Jessica to, to be my girlfriend, okay? But, but here at, at 19 and five, Exodus 19 and five, this is when a proposal really becomes about, right? This is when, uh, when God shows the Hebrew people that I'm not, this isn't just a courtship, right? But, but I'm interested in you becoming my soulmate. Okay, and he says in 19 and 5, Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine. Amen. And so understand that the God that we serve is is not interested in uh, a casual relationship with you. He's not a far off God. He is not a distant God. And he proves this in our text tonight. He proves his yes to you through his son, Jesus. He says to you, everything, every promise of God that has been laid out in scripture to you is yes through the person of Jesus. But there's a second requirement there. Understand that deliverance is a yes for you according to the person of Jesus uh, as proven through the life of Jesus. Do you know that you can have deliverance tonight? That's a yes from heaven. Do you know that you can walk in freedom tonight? That's a yes from heaven. I don't know what change you came, came, uh, came carrying in and I don't know what level of bondage that you came with and I don't know how long you've been doing this church thing and acting like everything things all right when you know good and well things aren't all right but i'm telling you it doesn't have to be that way because there is a yes for you that is common from heaven to earth and so not only is there healing is there deliverance but there's also healing through the person of jesus christ and so healing is a yes for you you can leave this room whole you can leave this room 
physically whole, emotionally whole tonight. Why? Because there is a yes from heaven to earth. But just like the check yes or no, it's not enough for God to say yes to you through the person of Jesus. He yet waits for your amen, your emphatic yes back to him. And so if you want deliverance, then you've got to say, yes, Lord, I want to be free. If you want to be whole, you've got to be willing to say, yes, Lord, I'll take you at your word. I believe it's for me. If you want to walk out of this out of this room free from every chain of bondage, you've got to be willing to trust him, take him at his word and say, yes, Lord, I, I say yes and amen to your word and to your promises unto me. And so but this isn't a casual thing. It's not like a, yeah, I want your yes and then I'll go do my own thing. This is an emphatic yes of Lord, I want all of you in exchange for all of me. And he doesn't negotiate the terms. And we see this in our in, in Exodus. And so he establishes that you are my treasured possession. Understand that the Lord Jesus has placed a high price on you. He says that you are the apple of his eye. His eye never leaves you. Even while you sleep, Scripture says he sings songs over you. Even while you yet sleep. Why? Because you are his treasured possession. Yet he waits on your response. It doesn't matter how much you love a boy or love a girl. If they never love you back, that, that, <laughs> there's no con that, that connection can't happen, right? And so, and so understand that just because you're his treasured possession does not mean that he's your treasured possession. In order for the promises of heaven to be yes and amen in your life, you have to make the connection. You have to be willing to give him your yes. She was not mine until she was willing to say yes back to me. It didn't matter how fancy the fire was. It didn't matter how fancy, and it was a, the waterfall. It was just, it was, I, I guess it was a lot like Mount Sinai for us. There was smoke, there was fire, there was water. May have been speaking in tongues. Uh, we're moving on. So, praise God. Exodus 19 and 10, verse 10. Check this out. It says, The Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today. And tomorrow, let them wash their garments. Right? This is all walking through the process of, we don't have time to, to break this down to you uh, in this setting, but this is all going through the marriage process, the proposal process in Hebrew culture. Is this conse consecration process. And in this pro process specifically, is where all of the all of the the contract, this consecration piece is when the contract would be established. And of course, here the contract is what the Ten Commandments. It's not a, a list of rules. If that's what you if that's what you've read, this is a marriage contract. This is a love contract. And every Hebrew culture was well familiar with the wedding contract. And no wedding would be without one. And this is it in Old Testament scripture. And so and so this isn't. This isn't a, a, a conditional so much as it is proof that God is serious about making you his treasured possessions, right? And so and get this. This is our, part of our text, Exodus 20. It says, now when all the people saw the thunder and the flashes of lightning and the sound, and the trumpet and the mountain smoking, the people were afraid and trembled.
And they stood afar off and said to Moses, you speak to us and we will listen. But do not let God speak to us lest we die. This is a type and a picture of God the Father descending to his created humanity. And he said, will you be my bride? This is the proposal. Will you marry me? And what is their response? No. Moses, you go. We'll stay afar off. And you go. We can't give him our yes. And from this point, we see seven feasts that are instituted that they'll have to repeat over and over and over again, which is all practice and preparation for a marriage. And God says to his people, until you get the practice right, I won't, we won't, we won't try this again. But thanks be to God. He doesn't give up on his bride. He doesn't give up. Uh, he doesn't give up on you and I, but all throughout history, he continues to woo. He continues to draw. He continues to prove that we are indeed his treasured possession all the way up until Acts chapter two, where we see a demonstration of, of Mount Sinai all over again. But the only difference is when the lightning comes and the thunders come, and the trumpet comes and the covering comes. When it all comes, the people don't run and hide. No, these 120 said yes unto God. And the response was a heavenly language. They spoke back to God the Father. They didn't say to Peter, James, and John, you go in for us. They didn't say to the other disciples, you speak to him for us. They said yes to God. We'll speak with you. And the moment they said yes to God, God's response of filling them without measure comes directly into them. This is always the response and always the pattern. The moment Mary said be it unto me according to your word I would submit unto you in that moment the Holy Ghost overshadowed her and she becomes pregnant with the Christ child. It only needed her yes. And the moment she said yes the uh, uh, miraculous conception comes to her and the moment you decide I don't want to be bound anymore. I don't want to struggle with fear anymore. I don't want to live in anxiety anymore oh god i want to give you my yes oh i would say in the moment you say god i give you my yes in that 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 divine moment you don't have to wait till you get to an altar that can happen at your seat oh the moment you surrender the moment you say god all of me in exchange for all of you oh deliverance comes healing comes wholeness comes and i want to speak to the believer in the house maybe you've been believing for some stuff for a long time, but it hasn't happened yet. Maybe you've been struggling with secret sin in the room for a long time and haven't seen deliverance yet. All the Lord needs is your yes. Just believe me. 
Believe me that I am who I say I am. Believe me that I am enough, that I don't need any additives. I don't need any supplements. All you need is me. The moment Mary says yes to God, conception begins. The moment Jesus comes to the, to the, the lame man and says, uh, get, take up your bed and walk. There's no discussion. There's no long debate about, about whether or not healing is for them. They just said yes. And when they said yes, they get up and they walk. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. It can be true for you tonight. The moment you're willing to say enough is enough. All he can do is woo you. All he can do is give you his promises. All he can do is assure you that he doesn't waver. It's not a no and then a yes. His yes means yes. His yes to you has always been yes. And he stands at the portals of heaven tonight. And he says, give me an amen. I just need your emphatic yes. I just need you to say yes to me. In the moment you're willing to say yes. And this is a, this is a yes without measure. This is a yes to everything that you ever say to me. This is the same yes that David gave to the prophet when the prophet anointed him as a boy. What is he doing? He's saying this is a yes from heaven to the boy David and his emphatic amen. He doesn't know it's going to carry him to say another yes in the valley of Elah. He doesn't know it's going to take him before, the, before Saul. He doesn't know it's going to make him a, a, a ruler over nations. He doesn't know it's going to take him through some low valleys and some high mountains, but his yes does because the moment you say yes to him all and it begins to attract all the power and all the favor of heaven your yes unlocks the favor of god and the provision of god i don't know that i can do it say yes to the lord and i promise you in your weakness his strength is made perfect this is how moses at the burning bush he's faith he before he even he even begins to speak to pharaoh what does he have to do he has to give his yes to the lord and the moment he gives his yes he's empowered to walk in authority this is not the job of of our principals to bring change to our school it's not the job of our politicians to bring righteous change to a generation oh no god looks for a generation that is on fire for him that'll give him their yes so that he can Give them their, his authority, his anointing to walk in power, to shine light in darkness. Is there anyone in the room that is willing to give him a yes? But what will it cost me? It'll cost you everything. It'll cost you everything. The yes that I gave my wife was an emphatic no to every other female that would attempt to, 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 to come into my life. But it's the greatest yes. Why? Because it was worth it. What did the scripture say? That the kingdom of heaven is as a costly pearl. And there was a man that saw the costly pearl. And he said, I'll sell all that I get, all that I have so that I might attain that costly pearl all oh, the expense of my yes is well worth it because i am made completing this is what i was made for this is what i was created for this is the biggest yes of your life tonight and it's the yes that you were created for Oh, oh, I need you to hear that tonight. The Holy Spirit's ministering right now. And some of you are like, yeah, but I don't know. I've been struggling. I don't know. I've had a lot of ups, and but a lot more downs. I am telling you, if you'll just unreservedly say yes to him, he'll do the rest. You don't have to map out the next 10 years. You don't have to map out the next five years or the next two weeks. Oh, you just needs your yes. Oh, you can trust him. 
I don't know what your tomorrow is going to look like, but I promise you your yes will attract his favor and it will attract, attract his, uh, his, his power and his authority that will enable you to walk exactly how and where you need to walk. Well, you don't know what I, I, I go home to. Oh, but this is why you need a yes. Because what you go home to cannot withstand the authority that's going to come on you when you say yes. Right here, girls, right here. Right here, right here. We're almost done. Ten minutes. Okay. We, we're talking about revival. Singing about revival, exhorting about revival. We know what the Lord wants to do in the earth. We know he wants his glory to come near. The only dependent factor is whether or not he has a, a yes in the room. He's already unleashed his yes. Can he get yours? Can he get your yes? Yeah, but okay, I'll give him a, I'll give him a, uh, uh, this is not, there is no, there's no bargaining with, with the Lord. It's all of you or none of you. And this is the problem. This is why you've not been able to walk in freedom. It's because you haven't given him your complete yes. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about not doing this sin or not doing that. None of that. If that's what your mind goes to, you got it wrong. It's just a faith in him that says, I don't know if I'm going to make it tomorrow. In fact, he says, let your yes be yes and your no be no, and don't make any vows. What does that mean? Quit making promises to God that you know you can't keep and just give him your yes. Quit making it complicated. Quit trying to map out whether or not you're going to be able to live pure and just give him your yes and he'll do the rest. I don't know if I can break up with, with the girl or the boy that I'm with. I just don't know if I have the courage. If you'll trust him and give him your yes tonight, he'll give you the courage. I don't know if I can give him a yes because I don't know what my tomorrow is going to look. And I don't know if I can say no to the pill or the, 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 the alcohol or the drug. Just give him your, you don't have to worry about, he does that part. That's not for you to deal with. Let him do that. It can't be your strength if you're trying to be the one that's strong. Let him uh, acknowledge your weakness. Acknowledge you don't have the answers and you don't have the solution and you don't have the power. Acknowledge that he is who he says he is, that he is enough. Give him your yes tonight. All throughout the course of history, this is what he's been looking for from his people is a yes. What will be your response? And your response is going to have a, a, a ripple effect on everyone in your life. I can look around this room I can look around this room and see, see different individuals that have said yes to the Lord and the people that are also in this room because they said yes. Yeah? And so, and, 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 and the, untold, the untold miracles in the room because somebody said yes. Because one person said yes and somebody else got their miracle, somebody else got their breakthrough. And so it's untelling what your yes, and I, I'm not trying to make this extrinsic because it is intrinsic. It is about you first, right? But it's never just about you. It's always about, it's always about the glory of God the Father, and that's to everyone and anyone that will. And so through this lens, we see all of the old and all of the new covenant, a storyline 
of God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit pursuing you and pursuing me and looking for an absolute yes. And so my question tonight is, is are you willing to give him that? Okay, I'm I'm closing tonight, and so if you could if you could refrain from uh, from talking, that would be uh, uh, again. This is this would require this would require you not to talk. Okay, understand that the Lord is going to understand that the Lord is speaking the heart. If you don't, maybe you don't care. Okay, but the person beside you might. All right, don't be don't be that. Okay. Keep your mouth shut for the next few minutes. All right? And I don't want to put you on blast, but, but I will. Okay? So the I'm looking at the ceiling. Kind of, you got to contact anybody. Right? But this is a holy moment. Okay? This isn't math class, and it's not history class. Okay? This is a holy moment. And the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to hearts. And what you felt in your spirit, could it be, could it be as simple as one yes to the Lord? Could it be just one yes? Is that where my breakthrough lies? Is that where my healing lies? Is that where the hope lies for my family? Is it one yes? Oh, I can take you to the one yes in my life. The one yes that I made to Jesus. All of my life, it was a, it was a bunch of maybes. A bunch of maybes. Until I was like 15 or 16 years old. And finally, maybe 17. Until finally, I knew it was a yes. I knew it was a complete, 100%, undoubtedly, unreservedly yes to the Lord. And I knew that my life would never, ever, ever be the same again. One yes. And I knew within, I would never go back. I would never go back. One yes. Because I had come to a place in my heart where finally I believed that he was who he said he was and that he was enough. And I can tell you from that day, 24 years later, 24 years later, I've never had to second guessing. But my yes has always attracted his provision, has always attracted his sufficiency always attracted his strength and moments of weakness, always attracted his courage when I didn't have the courage myself. One yes. Would you be willing to give him that yes tonight? For some of you, it's your heart. For others, it's areas of breakthrough in your life that you know you need. Give him your yes. Tonight, the Lord stands ready. And it may come, it may come with, with fire, and it may come with tongues, or it may come without a lot of emotion. One of the greatest breakthroughs of my life was sitting in a pew, wanted to go down to the altar, but the altar was so far away, I knew I couldn't get there. And I just talked to the Lord in my seat, and I said, this is my yes to you. You know the area. This is my yes to you. 
and I didn't feel any emotional, any emotional explosion in my life. But in the, in the morning when I woke up, I knew things were different. Things were different. And I had to continue to say yes throughout, that, throughout the course of that day and those weeks. But I knew I had the strength. And I knew he showed up for me. Why? I gave him a yes. I gave him a yes. Bow your heads across this room. Lord, we love you. Lord, we give you glory tonight. We recognize that you've been moving in the house. You've been speaking to hearts, Lord. And I also, how God, I've known all week, Lord, that you're after souls tonight. You're after someone's heart. Yes, heart surrender to you, God. I pray that you'd bring courage in the house. I don't care. It doesn't matter how many times we failed. It doesn't matter how many times we've tried before. It doesn't matter how many times or how bad the failure was. You only look for our yes, God. And you take your holy anointing oil. Oh, God. Oh, and you allow it to be, to be poured over us, Lord, to make us clean, to make us whole, Jesus. Oh, do that tonight. Do that tonight. Do it tonight, Lord Jesus. Give us souls in the house tonight that'll say yes to you unreservedly God oh no more bargaining God no more negotiating God but they'll give you their yes God and we know and are confident with our amen comes your breakthrough comes your provision comes your healing oh God comes deliverance and salvation to it tonight God. thanks for listening this message blessed you in any way please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast with someone you can follow us on social media at haven youth church we love you fam the best is yet to come